looking for in life, or whatever you think you found in life that just, oh, I've arrived. You haven't arrived if you haven't got Jesus in your heart. You haven't arrived because all that's going to be left here. Those things cannot satisfy. They will not satisfy anyone. They cannot satisfy anyone. Why? Because we were created in his image. We were created to have fellowship with him. And if you're not in that position to have fellowship with him, you've got an empty spot in here. You have an empty spot that sex ain't going to fill. Money is not going to fill it. Drugs are not going to fill it. Power isn't going to fill it. I don't care what you name, whatever. Fame isn't going to fill it. You know, I, and, and I've noticed in the, uh, probably like the last year, <clears throat> how many uh, big, famous movie stars, Sylvester Stallone, um, I can't think of them now, but so, so many of them, Justin Bieber, Gave his heart to the Lord, Bieber, Bieber, whatever his name is. Does it beep? <laughs> they have given their hearts to the Lord. That's right. And don't you judge them. If they said they gave their heart to the Lord, that's for him to judge. They may not do everything the way we think they should or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's not your business. Remember when Jesus told one of the disciples, they said, well, what about so-and-so? Jesus said, well, if I want him here forever, I'll let him here forever. Don't you worry about that. It's none of your business. I'm ad-libbing. Go look it up. <laughs> it is none of your business. Except to pray for them. That's your own business. Amen? Amen. 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 All right, so now. Anyways, this morning, Pastor. You poor little thing. I wrote you love you. Not poor, <laughs> not little. I should have told you last night. Because I kind of felt it was going that way. And I, so this morning, as a last minute thing, I thought, okay, Lord, I'm pretty sure he's going to put this on me this morning and have me do the service. So, what do you want? And my eyes fell on a lesson that I've been listening to. Uh, over and over and over. I love this lady's teaching. This is um, Jerry Seville. I don't know. How many know Jerry Seville? He's a Pentecostal on fire minister that ministers a lot on the favor of God and faith. This is his daughter, Terry. Terry, if you ever listen to her testimony, uh, <coughs> just because she was a preacher's kid, a PK, Everybody expects PKs to be perfect. Why? Because they're preacher's kids. And you think they can never mess up. They shouldn't never mess up. But guess what? They do. Terry did. Now her father is a well-known evangelist. Travels all over the world. And he's always taught her from little on up to serve God, love God, whatever. However... At a, I forget how old she was, 16, I believe she said, and she was at a, um, a gym where you work out or whatever, or a place where you could work out. And someone, she was anyone there, she thought, 
there was another person there and they assaulted her, they raped her <coughs> at a young age. When that happened, she, the devil, now you know, we teach our people this all the time. You need to guard this mind. You need to know what you're letting in there. And if it's not of God, don't let it stay there. You've got to get it out. You've got to deal with it right away. Because if you don't, the devil will build a nest. And he'll just keep building on that thing. So he shuts you down. That's his plan. So because that happened to her, she thought she was no good, unworthy, not clean no more, whatever, whatever. So she started going the way of the world. In her teen year, teenage years, and even when she was in college, she ended up uh, getting pregnant outside of marriage. And uh, so she didn't even really like the guy, but she married him just because of that. And a couple of weeks later, she lost the baby. So, of course, that marriage didn't last either, whatever. So she got into things because she felt God no longer loved her, wanted her, could use her, whatever. But around 2003 or 2007, her life was a mess. She did remarry uh, God, but they had a lot of problems. They, they were, in fact, separated at this point in time. She wasn't serving God anymore. She was just existing. But around 2003, I think it was, or else 2007, um, she was sitting in a room. Oh, she was writing on a piece of paper, I just want to die. I just want to die. And she kept writing that. I remember because she thought she had no value because of the things that happened to her and the things that she locally did because of the things that happened to her, okay? But God got a hold of her that day, and I'm, I can't tell you her whole testimony. You go in and research her videos and stuff. Uh, she, she calls herself the cheerleader, the cheerleader of visions and dreams because God gave her a vision and she started she got back into the Word. She repented of things she had done and everything. And God's really been using her great. She has huge conferences, women's conferences, and everything. But God, she changed. And that's what I'm going to talk to you a little bit about, about today. If you will change your perspective. How many of ever heard the joke of <clears throat> a river... There's one guy on that side of the river and another guy on that side of the river. This is just a joke, but it holds so true. It is a profound truth. The guy over here, he looks over and he says, Hey, can you tell me how to get to the other side? The guy over here, he says, You're already on the other side. <laughs> it's a matter of perspective, right? Right. It's a matter of perspective. And I wanted to share this little perspective that Terry gives before I get into the thoughts I'm going to share with you, on, with you on this. And then I have some perspective shifting questions that might help you 
to shift your perspective on where you're at right now in your life, what's going on in your life, or what's not going on in your life that you want going on in your life. Okay? So we're going to look at that. But first, I want her to share this with you. Go ahead and play that, honey. Who's on my sound system? Oh, Jenna's counting. Sorry, you didn't. Play that for me, sweetheart. Now, how many knows what the Eiffel Tower is? Mm -hmm. Carrie the Eiffel Tower is 1,063 feet, 7,300 tons of metal. They say it weighs over 10,000 tons. Yet, a five foot three and a half inch woman can touch the top of it. <laughs> it's all about perspective, right? How do you see a situation or an object or a person? Okay, stop. Now, do you see what she did? It was a picture. But see, it looked like she was actually touching the top of the Eiffel Tower. It was all about perspective. That's what I'm going to talk, talk to you about tonight, or today. This morning. Yeah, we didn't hear the afternoon yet. Okay, so perspective is all about how you see a situation, how you see a person, or how you see an object. Science has proven, now listen at this example I'm going to give you, I thought this was so cool. Science has proven that just changing your perspective will change your outcome. They did an experiment. The experiment was done on housekeepers at a hotel. I'm a domestic goddess myself. You know what that is? I like to clean. Came hard to go to Jody's house and I ain't picking up something. Moving <laughs> something. Straightening something. She's mom! You got clothes on! Mom! Jody's not a domestic goddess. When she wants to be. When she has time. Actually, she's a good housekeeper. She just is overwhelmed with things. She has a lot of errands in the parish. Many hats. Yeah, many hats, many animals, etc. Okay, so what these scientists did, they tested 84 hotel housekeepers in seven different hotels. Now, these ladies didn't know each other across the United States. They were on their feet all day long. They, they were burning a lot of calories just by doing their job. But what was interesting is that they did not see it in that same way. Okay? They didn't see their work as exercise, is what they're saying. In fact, they were asked by these scientists, do you exercise regularly? I can't say that right, I'm Pennsylvania Dutch. Two-thirds said, no, not at all. Now, on the scale of 0 to 10, they asked them how much exercise do you get then? One third of them said, 0, I get no exercise at all. Now, the scientists thought, what would happen if we could just change their perspective? So, they split the women into two different groups, and they measured them in a variety of different things like their weight, their blood pressure, their body fat, 
their satisfaction with their jobs. And then they gave the one group a simple 15-minute presentation and showed them a poster that said, your work is good exercise. In fact, it actually satisfies the Surgeon General's requirement of 30 minutes of moderate physical activity. So ladies, just clean your house <laughs> for a half hour and you've done it. You don't gotta pay for a gym membership. You don't have to lift all those weights and all that. In fact, they said you should expect to receive the same kind of benefits from that type of physical activity. Then they came back in four weeks later and they measured the same group again. The group that did not receive the information, the poster, and all that information, Place. did not change at all. Their weight didn't change. Their blood pressure didn't change. Nothing changed. The group who did, they looked different. They dropped some weight. They reduced their blood pressure and they dropped body fat and they also reported things like they liked their job more just by changing their perspective about their workday. It affected their health, their well-being without ever changing their behavior. They did not join a gym, they did not take on more jobs, they didn't change their diet. Science was proving that having a different perspective produces a different outcome. Don't you think that is amazing? I think that's amazing. Well, guess what? God already knew that. Because God said, as a man thinketh, or how he sees himself, is how he is. So if you constantly see yourself as worthless, as a loser, as fat, as skinny, as un whatever, that's what you're going to be. Why? Because words are created. God put that in us, that our words can create just like his words did. When you change the way you see your situation, then your situation will change. You need to change the way you see yourself, the way you see your purpose, the way you see your assignment, and the way you see your calling, the way you see your challenges, whatever you're dealing with right now. Change your perspective on it. It's a proven fact that changing your perspective will change your outcome. You can take two people, now you know this, you can take two people that witness an accident, just say they witness an accident, and you ask the one, get the one over there and say, well, what happened? Well, this one did that, that did that, this, whatever, whatever. They go over here and ask the other one, they got a whole new story. Or they have different things add to it, or they don't add some, say some of things. It's true, everybody sees something in a different way, okay? How many of you ever did the little um, pass the word thing in school? Where your chairs were all lined up, desks were all lined up, and the teacher would come to the first one and he'd whisper something in their ear. They were to witness, 
whisper it to the next one, and to the next, and to the next. Well, until we got over here, it was totally different. We're all mixed up and backwards of what the guy actually said. 